Alhamdulillah wa salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Alhamdulillah, um, the little bits of uh, nasiha that we can share and we know that we are not fit to share nasiha but the little bit that we can share with uh, the listeners of Markab Sahaba uh, online uh, is concerning the last 10 nights of Ramadan Alhamdulillah, we know that last night uh, was the first of the odd nights of uh, the month of Ramadan, the first of the uh, last 10 nights of the month of Ramadan and obviously we know as well that we are now in that period where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encourages Ummah to seek out the night of Qadr, uh, the night of power in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this night so precious and mubarak that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says concerning this night that A'udhu billahi minash shaitan al-rajim bismillahi rahman al-rahim inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr laylatil qadr khayrun min al-fishahar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it very clear that this particular night is better than 1,000 uh, months, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And subhanallah, what a great night this must be. But Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi did not leave this particular night very much defined to us. Instead, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encourages us to seek out the blessings of this night um, by looking at the odd nights of the last 10 nights of Ramadan. So therefore, our first encouragement to the listeners of Marqa Sahaba is to search out this night and not be convinced about a particular night. Very often, we uh, we know that the views of the ulama, some the ulama go to the view that it's the 27th night. Uh, Imam Shafi'i, for example, had a view that it could be the 21st night or the 23rd night. All these uh, uh, views of the ulama are based on the hadith. But uh, Imam Shafi'i, rahmatullah alayhi, he, even though he had the opinion that it might be on the 21st and the 23rd or the 23rd night, he still said that it is best still to seek the uh, night of Laylatul Qadr uh, based on uh, looking at the odd nights of the last 10 nights of Ramadan. So therefore, our first advice to uh, the listeners of the Mark of Sahaba online is do not depend on it being on a particular night. Rather, try to spend all of those nights in Ibadah in such a way that no matter which night it is, that we are guaranteed that since we are in ibadah in all of these nights, that uh, undoubtedly we will receive the blessings of being ibadah during the night of Qadr and Laylatul Qadr, inshallah. This is point number one, inshallah. Point number two, what types of things should, we, should one be doing on uh, Laylatul Qadr? It is narrated in a hadith by Imam Ahmad, rahimullah, that Rasulullah narrated from Sayyidina Aisha, that she asked Nabi Sallallahu that, or Rasulullah, if I should be uh, present and uh, the night of Qadr reaches me, then what ibadah should I involve myself in? Rasulullah encouraged her to make the following dua. And it's a dua, very well-known dua, very famous dua. Uh, the dua is as follows. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Wallah, you are al-afu. You are the one who pardons and forgives everything. Tuhibbul afwa. You, oh, you love pardoning. Fa'fu anni. Therefore, pardon me also, Allah. So, this is a dua that we encourage the listeners of Marqa uh, Sahaba online to try to memorize and try to remember as we say this dua comes in Musnad Ahmad Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah ta'ala reported on the authority of Sin Aisha radhwanha. I'll repeat the dua once again so that the listeners might just try to remember it, inshallah. The dua is Allahumma innaka. عفو تحب العفو 
فاعف عني اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عني الله سبحانه وتعالى grant the ability to implement this uh, beautiful sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as taught to us by uh, the mother of believers one of the mothers of believers Ummul Mu'mineen Sina Aisha Siddiqa bin Siddiqa radlu anhumah this is point number two inshallah point number three inshallah it is not restricted to a particular ibadah that one should be performing on Laylatul Qadr rather try to engage in various types of ibadat inshallah um, try to perform some uh, extra nafal salah try to perform some extra azkar try to perform some uh, uh, recitation of the Quran however when it comes to certain ahadith in Rasul, a certain adhkar, Rasulullah sallallahu mentions very, uh, uh, very uh, clearly the virtue of certain adhkar. Our respected uh, Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain uh, used to make mention of one particular hadith quite often. And it was a very famous hadith in, uh, to the point where no ulama graduate unless they have completed this hadith. This hadith is generally read at the uh, jalsa of the ulama when they graduate. And it is because this hadith is the very last hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari uh, that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that Kalimatani Habibatani ilal-Rahmani Khafifatani al-Lisani Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi Subhanallahi al-Azim Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says Kalimatani Two phrases Habibatani ilal-Rahmani Very beloved to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Khafifatani al-Lisani very light on the tongue and easy to say. And ثَقِيلَتَانِ فِي الْمِيزَانِ Very heavy on the scale. Meaning on the scale of our good deeds on the day of Qiyamah. It is very heavy. And those two phrases are Subhanallah wa bihamdihi and Subhanallah al-Azim. These are once again adhkar which are very famous. And Rasulullah mentions remarkable virtues about this, uh, these two particular, two particular phrases inshallah. So let us try to engage in uh, reciting subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanallah al-azim as often as one can inshallah and try to reap the rewards of um, uh, making this particular dhikr uh, on the occasion of Laylatul Qadr inshallah. Another very famous hadith is narrated in Jami'ah Tirmidhi uh, that Imam Tirmidhi says that um, uh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he comes to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and he says to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Oh Allah, I love you tremendously. And he asked Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, How much of my time should I uh, engage in performing salawat upon you, O Nabi Allah? And after a lengthy discussion, I'm just cutting to the uh, very end of the hadith at this point in time, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam eventually tells him that if he should spend all of his time in making salawat upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then two things will happen. Number one, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Yukfa hammuk. All of your concerns and all of your worries will be taken care of in this world. And all of your sins Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is prepared to forgive only uh, as well. And this is only based on performing salawat upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So also on the night of Qadr, try, uh, let our listeners of, uh, of Markaz Sahaba uh, online, let us try to engage in performing ex- uh, as much as possible salawat upon our beloved master, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then... The next, uh, uh, the next uh, uh, part of the advice, inshallah, point number four, inshallah, is that try to love all of those things which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa loved. It's a very important point that 
sometimes we should put our personal preferences aside and say that because Rasulullah loved this, I will start loving this more than I would love what I initially used to love myself. And this applies in everything in our lives. But in particular, and alhamdulillah, I'm so fortunate that this particular nasiha is going on a, uh, a radio station by the name of Marka Sahaba. Because the, 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 the fourth part is regarding those particular Sahaba. Hadith comes in Tirmidhi, Nabi Sallallahu tells us, Allah, Allah fi ashabi, Allah, Allah fi ashabi, la tattakhidhum gharadam ba'di. And I'm going to stop here quickly and I'll continue after, inshallah, after translating this a little bit. Allah, Nabi Sallallahu tells us, Allah, Allah fi ashabi, that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concerning my Sahaba. And Nabi Sallallahu repeats it again, Allah, Allah fi ashabi, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concerning my Sahaba. La tattakhidhum gharadam ba'di. Do not take them as a target after me. And here comes the part that we, uh, that we want to make mention of here. Uh, loving everything that Nabi Sallallahu loves. Nabi Sallallahu then says, فَمَنْ أَحَبَّهُمْ فَبِحُبِّي أَحَبَّهُمْ That whoever loves them is due to his love for me that he can love them. Those Sahaba. This is Markaz Sahaba online. This is the a home of Sahab This is the base of the Sahab This radio station. This is the name of the radio station. Is this? So therefore, Nabi Sallallahu teaches us that love the Sahab because I love them and love them because loving them means loving me. So this is a very noble deed to just merely love the Sahab because Nabi Sallallahu loves the Sahab Allah Subhanahu wa Taala loves the Sahab uh, read the numerous ayat in the Quran in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the Sahaba. Currently we are busy with a little booklet of ours um, called the hundred ayat uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking about the Sahaba in which we isolated one hundred ayat and are, we are writing a commentary on these hundred ayat in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises the noble Sahaba. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Hashar, ayah number 10, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us what we should do concerning the Sahaba al-Banu. Allah ta'ala first mentions in ayah number 8 and ayah number 9 who these great personalities are. Allah ta'ala speaks about Muhajireen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the Ansar. And then Allah ta'ala says, if you are not of the Muhajireen and you are not of the Ansar, then you should do the following thing, which is ayah number 10 in Surah Hashar, inshaAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, as for those who come after the Muhajirin and after the Ansar, يقولون, they say, رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا Oh Allah, forgive us. وَلِإِخْوَانِنَ الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ And oh Allah, forgive those who had Iman before us. وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا And oh Allah, don't place any malice or rancor or hatred in our, in our hearts for those who had Iman. رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفُ الرَّحِيمُ Oh Allah, you are most kind, you are most merciful. This is an important dua, because this dua is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs the ummah, that if you want to be a believer, you either need to be of the muhajireen, which we know obviously in our time we cannot be of the muhajireen. Allah ta'ala says, if you're not of the muhajireen, then be of ansar. And once again, we know in our time we cannot be of ansar. And Allah Ta'ala says, if you cannot be of the Muhajireen and you cannot be of the Ansar, then be of those people who make dua for the Muhajireen and the Ansar and making dua for the Sahabar Al-Anum as a whole, inshallah. So therefore we repeat the dua and we encourage our listeners 
Dua is mentioned in Surah Hashr, ayah number 10. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, what the believers should be saying, everybody who comes after the Sahaba, we should be saying, Rabbana ghfir lana wa li ikhwanina alladhina sadaquna bil iman wa la taj'al fi qulubina ghillan lilladhina amanu Rabbana inna karaufur rahim. So we encourage our listeners, inshallah, try to go to Surah Hashr and ayah number 10 and try to read this dua and try to memorize this dua and make this a daily habit in our lives that we will read the dua of maghfirah um, uh, uh, and, um, uh, and love for the sahaba which is taught to us in Surah Hashar, ayah number 10, inshallah. And then lastly, Jama'at al-Muslimin, or uh, listeners of Markaz Sahaba online, is on Thursday past, the Thursday that passed now, was the 17th day of Ramadan. On the 17th day of Ramadan, a major event took place. Uh, this year, it would be 1,438 years ago, a major event took place, and that is the event of Badr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loved that event of Badr so much, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls that day Yawm al-Furqan, the day of the criterion and distinction, the day which Allah ta'ala distinguished between Haqq and Batil, and that day Allah ta'ala mentions in the Quran, which means... <coughs> Please uh, forgive me for the coughing and not to feeling too well. Allah Ta'ala mentions this day in the Quran, which means until the day of Qiyamah, whoever reads this Quran will have to remember that particular day. That day in which a group of just over 300 uh, people with uh, Nabi Sallallahu faced an enemy and conquered and were victorious on that day. And until the day of Qiyamah, that day will be known as Yawm al-Furqan. That day is the day in which Rasulullah marched forward to the battlefield of Badr with a group of just over 300 very dedicated and very, very obedient conquered and they were victorious, inshallah. Just to give us some uh, idea of who these Sahaba uh, were, a number of years later, Nabi Sallallahu is strategizing and planning on taking over Makkah al-Mukarramah and a person by the name of Sayyidina Hatib ibn Abi Balta'a, radiallahu anhu, he writes a letter to his uh, family in Makkah al-Mukarramah. Sayyidina Hatib ibn Abi Balta'a, radiallahu anhu, was a very poor Sahabi, and his family were poor in Makkah. So he writes a letter to his family in Makkah al-Mukarramah, informing them that, well, we as the Muslims, we will be marched upon Makkah, so rather stay indoors, uh, be safe, etc., etc. And he sends this letter with a lady who is traveling to Makkah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down Jibreel alayhi salatu salam, go inform my beloved that there is a letter on its way to Makkah, informing the people of Makkah of your impending march upon Makkah. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sends three sahaba that go intercept this letter before this letter reaches Makkah. And long story short, the sahaba that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sent, they reach this lady and they intercept the letter and they bring the letter back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Rasulullah sallallahu is standing with this letter and somebody reads the letter for Rasulullah sallallahu And obviously the impression that is created, and I say purposely the impression that is created, is as if Sayyidina bin had committed treason by informing uh, of the plans of And therefore Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab knowing that he has such love for and such devotion for Allah ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu he says, O Nabi of Allah, this man is guilty of treason. Allow me to kill him for being guilty of treason. 
and Rasulullah tells in Abu Khattab O Umar, be patient, have patience. Do you know who this person is? Do you know who Hatib ibn Ribalta is? Nabi Sallallahu says, Innahu Badri. He is a Badri. He was with me at Badr. And Allah Subhanahu looked at the people of Badr and said, Ifalu ma shi'tum faqad ghafartu lakum. That do whatever you wish after today because I have forgiven you. So this uh, is the state of the people of Badr. That after Badr they could do whatever they wish. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven them. So this is an event that took place 1438 years ago. On this past Thursday now it took place 1438 years ago. It behoves us and it is des- they are deserving of us remembering this occasion and making dua for them. So our fourth piece of advice to the listeners of Marqa Sahaba online, inshallah, is appreciate the sacrifices of the Sahaba and love the Sahaba for two reasons that we have mentioned now and numerous other reasons. But for the two reasons that we have mentioned for now is because Rasulullah loved them by the hadith that we mentioned earlier comes in Tirmidhi. The Nabi Islam says, love them because loving them is loving, uh, is loving me. And for the second reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed Nabi Islam to tell them that do whatever you wish that I have forgiven you. So these are our four advices to the listeners of Islam that whatever we do, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that we have acceptance on the night of Qadr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should accept all the ibadat, all the du'as, every single little zikr and salawat of Rasulullah that we perform, every dua that we make, Allah Ta'ala should accept, inshallah. Please do not forget, make dua for our parents, make dua for our spouses, make dua for our children, make dua for our youth, make dua for the ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And a special request from my side is if people, uh, listeners of the Marqas Sahaba online, can please remember Muhammad Iyas and I and his entire family in duas as well. We are desperately in need of the du'as of the Ummah, inshallah. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته.